This is another five-star production. All right, I found, I found this one. Okay. All right, are we ready? Are you ready? Yeah. This time is for the money. There's no money. I just always wanted to say that. If you don't press start. Okay, whatever, dog. You're such a hater. You see, why you like him? I don't get it. Allow me to she don't like me, brother. We love each other. There's a thin line between love and hate. Remember that. She ain't wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sign hey, it up. You ain't coming over here. All right. <laughs> uh, he already found the intro before the song. I know what you're going to do off of that now. Uh. And greatest episode from the Tribe Talk podcast. To the left of me, we have Clayton. Howdy. Next to him, stats and research, we got Brandon. Yo. From parts unknown, we got a man holding on. We got <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and also, here with us, live from the beautiful, is it state or city? He's in Portland, right? No, he's in Beaverton. Live from Beaverton, Oregon, we have Colin. Hey, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me back, guys. Uh, first of all, I want to say this, uh, Rob. That's actually a really that was a really good intro song. I'm not gonna lie to you. That was really good. I'm diverse, man. Yeah, yeah, that was really great. Um, we have story time uh, on the pod, but uh, Cle- <laughs> Cle- it's really the Cle- shortest story. But, okay. hey, but hey, man, you know something to just ease on, ease us right in. You know. Very simple. Uh, we have story time from Khalil, but Khalil is like, he's here spiritually. Uh, no, he's here physically. 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 Yeah. Spiritually, he may be somewhere else. But uh, Khalil, you had a night on the town last night. Um, whenever you're ready to start, go ahead and start it because we all want to hear what the hell happened at that Waffle House. Oh, God. But set it up the whole night. Set up everything. Um, I mean. We got time. I went to no, a little spot, Big Dogs. Had me uh had me a Long Island. That's where it all just went downhill from there. Oh, that's when you knew he was lit. That's when you knew he was ready for prime time. Had a Long Island. Then I found myself in Fort Lauderdale. Got my lollipop lick. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean. You should say what you, who you got it licked by. That would probably help. A white woman. Okay. It didn't. As they call it. Um, oh. Or didn't you just Pretty, say last what, week? What kind of lollipop did you have? See, that's how it started. So she was walking by, and she's like, what flavor is that? I didn't hear it at first. I'm like, what? She's like, what flavor is that? I'm like, sour apple. She's like, can I lick it? I was just like, yeah, sure. Oh, and so you just gave it up? No, gave it. Take it back. I was on demon time last night. I was on demon time. See, that's not how it came across when he said it. When he, when he, I mean, when you're by yourself, it is demon time pretty much. Anything goes at that point. I have so many more interactions with people when I go, when I go out by myself. It's, it's. So it sounds like we're holding you back. We're holding you back. Not necessarily. It's just that when you go out with a group of dudes, you're less inclined, like females are less inclined to interact with you because there's, there's four dudes standing around her. Like it gets kind of weird, but like on a one-on-one situation, I, I 
find myself in some weird spots. That's true. One time I went out with him, it was just me and him, and then like 30 minutes later, he's dancing with like four women. My brother. Well. Would you look at that? Well, look, the good news is the only thing that matters is the streak is still alive. That's true. That's all that matters. So congratulations to you, man. Thank you for being a team player. So I stayed there till like 3.30. Okay. Damn. That's when they close. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Well, you know why? Well, actually, to be fair, it was raining outside, so I was kind of waiting out the rain. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once it like started to die down a little bit, then I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll leave. Uh, It just so happened to line up with when they closed. But hey, you know. Um, last call. Did you do a last call? Nah. Did you take a? Uh, Went straight to the car. Um, then I found myself at Waffle House at like four four thirty in the morning, something like that. It took you an hour to to get from Fort Lauderdale. No, Waffle? because first when I got there, the line was kind of long. So, because like I remember looking at my receipt and it said like four thirty, because that was like around the time that I actually ordered my food. Oh, okay. Um, oh, so you did get here at five thirty. Yeah, just about. Oh, I thought you were. Oh, okay. I heard you. But I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't think you just got here. Oh no no no! Yeah, I got. I got. I got home at like five fifteen ish, something like that. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, but then yeah, you know, long line. I was like, damn, like it was a shit ton of people. Like the busiest I've ever seen. I mean, I guess it makes sense. We were all in there hungover and drunk, but you know, <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes. But you weren't <laughs> out there telling them throw up the set, so. Oh uh, no! So yeah, I don't know what was going on. But some lady spent like $80 on food. Damn. And, but she was drunk out of her mind, like insanely drunk. And she had like a friend with her or some shit. And they were like arguing about making sure that the order was right or something like that. But like I said, I wasn't really paying attention. I was just waiting for my food. And then one thing led to another. And then all I see is a fucking, you know, those glass um, sugar shits? For like yeah, for like yeah. A, um, for like coffee. For coffee. Yeah. <laughs> Slung at the fucking kitchen, like his fucking shit. It, I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" So I look over and they're like arguing and yelling back and forth. They throwing shit, throwing fucking cups of water and shit. And I was just like, minding my business. Like I was sitting at the end of the bar, like, the end of the, all the way like at the corner, like damn near close to the bathroom. So like I wouldn't get hit by shit. Like half the people, <laughs> that were, half the people that were in there, half the people that were in there, they fucking left. Like, there was, like, fuck this. Yeah. Like, there was a Spanish couple in there. They got spooked. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't see them. They was gone. They was like, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they was, you know, they was arguing and all this shit. Apparently, Waffle House has security. Dude, that was the craziest thing. There's no way. No, 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 Colin. Yeah. From the video that uh, Khalil sent me, I'll send you the two videos later. But that was the craziest thing that I saw was the man time, with every, the security shirt on it. Of, I was like, every what? Every time you see one of these wild Waffle House videos or some shit, it's, it's usually the so, the fucking chef just scrapping it out with somebody <laughs> until either, either the police show up or somebody breaks it up. But that ass, the, uh, the lady that was taking orders, the one that kind of got into the argument or whatever, she was like, she was like, security, security. I was like, what? I thought Next thing you know, he comes dude. out of the bathroom like Stone Cold no, Steve Austin, no, glass sitting, breaking, just ready to, to get it off. He was sitting in, the, in his car or some shit, but he came running in there and uh, escorted the other girl out. I was like, I didn't know they had fucking security. This is crazy. Um, but you see why? Yeah, but they was throwing, it was crazy. They was throwing plates and shit and all that. I was surprised. I had a fucking white shirt on. That shit was crispy clean. Nice. Because I didn't get hit with nothing. <laughs> but like, I, I, I wasn't ducking or nothing. I was just sitting there. I was just like, if I don't move, I'm probably not going to get hit. So fuck <laughs> 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 Um... 
So yeah. But also, all... also, I don't mean to cut you off, but also in that situation, you also don't want to make eye contact with oh, the no, no, with no, the was, assailant. You want to you you yeah. want to look down the entire time, but also look up at the same time. You get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Because was... the second you look up and look at that person, it's like, oh, now you want something now? Yeah, it was <laughs> like I said, it was a fight between basically it was like a girl, a woman and her friend. Um, and then the lady behind the register. So it was all women. I don't want any parts of that. Because if the lady swing on me, that I get put in an awkward situation. I don't want no parts of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got a bob and weed. cameras out recording and shit. I was like, I'm not, I'm not getting into a fight at Waffle. Like, I was literally sitting there contemplating. I'm like, I should just leave. Like, I paid for the food. Already, but I was like, you know what? This is not worth it. I should just go home. Uh, but then they wound up getting kicked out. But they couldn't leave because I guess something happened where they lost their keys or some shit. I heard that part. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I heard so that part too. Yeah, they were trying to get back in, and she was like, she was telling security, "Don't let them back in." Yada yada yada, and they were looking for the keys, and then they're like, "Oh, we're gonna call the police and all that shit." And I was just like, "Can I just please get my food?" Who said they were gonna call the police? The the cooks, didn't they? It was kind of both ways. Yeah. Um, the the uh, I guess the people that were trying to get their food or whatever it was like, oh, we're gonna call the police because y'all got our keys or some shit. And then the uh, the cook was like, "Go ahead, call the police. We don't care." And she was like, "Yeah, you know, this is assault. I'm gonna sue you and shit." And I was like, uh, "Okay, well." Um, the cra- you the thing you missed out on though. She threw a chair at the window. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. Didn't so, break the window. She threw it at it twice. So at the first time she picked it up, I was like, "It's gonna break that fucking window." <laughs> <laughs> but that shit went just like Westbrook off the off the glass, clank, clank and just fucking. <laughs> And just like it just hit, I don't know if it was like bulletproof or fucking plexiglass or some shit, but it's it just bounced off and just hit the floor. And I was like, "Oh shit, okay, we're safe." <laughs> so it's it riffraff proof. Might be riffraff. Yeah, riff riff oh god. Um, but yeah, it was a whole situation. I and then they I basically was like, "Yeah, we're done. We're not. We're not cooking anymore. Like we're shutting this shit down." And I was just like, "But they're twenty four hours. How do you shut? shit? What do you reopen?" I mean. I don't <laughs> But the problem was they had to throw out all the food that they were cooking and shit because it was plates and glass and shit all over the food. Oh. So they couldn't oh, have anybody. So you didn't so get your to, food. Huh? Did you get your food? Yeah. So they, they oh, okay. cleaned all the shit off or whatever and then um, cooked it or whatever. And I got the fuck out of there. I walked right out. <laughs> oh, okay. um, you want to sit and eat, stay for the aftermath? No, no, no. Dinner and a show. Fantastic. Adventures at Waffle House. Gonna, I wasn't going to stay anyway. I was I was going to go home. I'm not sitting there. That's just de- depressing. That's just sad. <laughs> what? Like that. what? Sitting at 4.30 in the morning eating Waffle House? By, by yourself at the bar? Nah, that's, that, that ain't the move. Um, that way yeah. you're, uh, you know, you're like a solo man, you know? Yeah. Like there's like mystery Waffle to you. Waffle House? Nah, I can't do that. that. That's just not it. Where's the spot you would do that at? Um, Denny's? Probably. No, that's worse. Oh, no, no, that's that worse. Might, that's that might worse. be a even uh-huh. worse. Ooh. No, 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 no. Can't eat at Denny's by yourself. That's crazy. And that's why you might get jumped. You can't even do that. You <laughs> might rob you. you Have you ever seen that video of the people at Denny's fucking having a a concert, a rock concert? Have y'all seen yes. that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that shit's wild. Had a rock concert. Yeah, they had a screaming, a screamo band. Like yeah, like when they when they punch each other in the crowd and shit. Yeah, like uh, like uh, what do you call that, bro? Mosh pit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They had a mosh dude. Pit. So the video starts with the singer. He's like, "What the fuck is up, Denny's?" Yeah, you've never seen that before. No. <laughs> he's wrong with people. No, I'll show you. I'll show you the video after. But uh, yeah, he's like, "Yo, what the fuck is up, Denny's?" And they start playing and they start throwing bows. That's just how they get down at Denny's, I guess. What's wrong with people? I don't know. I get there for a grand but- slam. But that's like a mutual agreement. Like 
we're all here to fight, whereas, you know, Khalil's just trying to grab a little, you know, eggs and hash browns. Like, he's not trying to fight or anything. I'm telling you, because I, I had a feeling it was going to be bad because the girl, she ordered two um, All-Stars or whatever, like the little meal shit. And then was standing there for like a good 10 minutes and couldn't find a proper card to actually pay for it. Because oh, I don't know bro. if the shit. Yeah, it was one of those oh, situations. God. So she I was like, okay, this rent. is not a big deal. Like, it'll be okay. <laughs> so then after that, then she ordered another meal. And then you could tell that the lady was taking an order that was kind of getting impatient. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, this is not going to end well. So <sighs> I was standing in that line for like a good like 10 minutes, just like. 10, 15 minutes just waiting to order, and I was just like, okay, this could pro- possibly go bad. Because I could tell, like, the girl was drunk out of her mind. Like, as soon as we, I got in there, I was just like, okay. Um, but, yeah, you know, made it out alive, so. All right, well, I'm proud of you, Khalil. That, was, that was actually a really good story. You you toned it down so much, but, you know, it, it came around. I just have one request. If you use this, the clip of this, to mm-hmm. edit and put on whatever TikTok, can you somehow edit like some kind of WWE like like glass like, breaking? No, no. Like, oh, like oh, I have the clip for this. Get like Michael it's, Cole. it's Kurt Angle suplexing Shane McMahon in the glass, and <laughs> he tosses him in the first time, and he doesn't go through, and then the second oh, time, he's like, yep, the there we go. Chair on, on Shane, <laughs> Shane in the glass and bouncing off. Uh, so uh, we have Colin back uh, for the second go around. Actually, going to be here for the entire podcast because. Uh, there's a lot of uh, things that we are going to talk about this week that have that piques Colin's interest. Uh, Colin, uh, if you don't know, my best friend, is our Oregon University of Oregon correspondent. But this week he is that. Also, our Portland correspondent because the Portland Trailblazers made a, uh, made a trade and he has inside sources. And on top of that, he is our full-blown hockey correspondent. And we're going to change things up a little bit uh, this week. We're actually going to start off with hockey. Colin. The biggest question that everyone wants to know, what the fuck is icing? <laughs> yes. Uh, educate me, sir. Please, please educate all of us right now before we before we dive in. I So I told Clayton this. So in the episode last week, he said, I'm going to sound like an idiot. I think I know. And he almost talked me into believing what his explanation was. But then I was like, no, he actually is an idiot. That's not close to what it is. So. What basically what it is, it's uh, what you can kind of attribute it to like intentional grounding for a quarterback. So how it is in the NHL, if the team that ices the puck, they can't switch their lines. So let's just say like a, a line is out there for like a minute or two minutes. And then hockey terms, I mean, you're pretty much dead after a minute on the ice, you know, going going hard that whole time. So if you just deliberately launch the puck down to the other end of the ice, that's supposed to be the deterrent is like, okay, well, you're going to do that, but you can't change your line. And then on top of that, the faceoff is going to be in your, uh, in your defensive zone. So the whole point is to not just throw the puck in delay time. It, it's kind of like to make it competitive where you have to find a way to make your line change without, just throwing the puck toward, towards the other end of the ice and not caring to get possession. Now, does that is that based off what the ref thinks, like how long it's been, or like because there's times where they deliberately throw it to the other end of the ice and it's perfectly fine. So the the line is the center line. So if a defender or or not a defender, but if the team is behind the center line, um, as it pertains to their zone, so like you know they they have to start the period you have the face off at the center dot. 
So if the Panthers are like, if we're watching it on TV and the Panthers are on the right side of that center line, then that's considered their zone. So if a player launches the puck behind that line, then that's considered icing. Now they kind of give it like the refs don't really call it to the line. Like they'll give them maybe a couple feet and if they launch it, it's fine. Um, also, too, in the NHL, it is different than like other leagues. So if you watch, if you if you watch the Olympics, the rule will be different. But in the NHL, um, if you actually have a player who catches the puck, like if if the team that ices it, one of the players on that team is the first to the other end of the ice, then they'll wave the icing off. So it's like that does happen. Like Connor McDavid's the fastest player in the NHL. He breaks up icing all the time um, because he can just skate there faster than say the other team. So that's kind of the exception when they'll wave it off, but it's determined by that center line, like how, how behind they are from the line. And, and if it's like truly a deliberate, just like chuck the puck down the ice. Oh, I understand it now. That makes perfect. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense now. So it's pretty much like if they're not even trying to go to the under the other end of the ice to get the puck, pretty much right it's like it's just like intentional grounding where a quarterback can like yeah he's totally throwing it into the ground but he can say oh we were running a screen my my running backs right there that's that can be the same for hockey where it's like you can kind of tell the difference between just completely throwing it away because you don't care versus say missing a pass like you've probably seen it where a, a defender is making a long breakout pass and he misses the guy no one touches the puck, so technically it's just thrown down the ice. And that's usually when you see the icings get waved off because your forwards are already trying to skate up the ice. So that's where you'll see them maybe win the battle and get to the puck at the other end before the opposing team. So that's, that's kind of how the rule is. It, that's how it can get structured. Well, that actually makes more sense than anything I've ever heard ever in my entire life. <laughs> so now now we know about hockey. Uh, Boom. But on top of that, uh, some some news that we got yesterday, uh, the All-Star break coming down to South Florida in 2023, you being the biggest Florida Panther fan I possibly know, and this being the halfway point uh, of the NHL season, what, uh, what does it mean to you, I guess, and do, with the Panthers being so good that they are right now, what does it mean to you for the all-star break coming to South Florida for, I believe the first time, right? I could be wrong. Right. I think they might've had it when the Panthers first got their, uh, first got the expansion. I could be wrong though. But yeah. So how does that, how does that feel for the all-star break in South Florida, finally getting some respect in hockey? I mean, I think it's cool, but like the all-star break is kind of a joke. So I, yeah. <laughs> I don't really, like I, I watched it yesterday for, like 20 minutes and I turned it off. Like, it's just, it's like the pro bowl today. No one's really trying. Uh, I guess it's just the cool thing to do on a Saturday when there's nothing else going on. But like, I, I don't know. I don't really, uh, the NHL all-star game is kind of just a joke to me. So uh, it'll be cool, I guess, just for the franchise to have it there. But I mean, I, I don't really, I, I, I don't even know. Cause I don't really even watch it. But, by the way, can you give some respect now to Claude Giroux, who won the All-Star Game MVP? He's still you playing. You know I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, and he fucking hates Claude Giroux. Yeah, and he is still playing, unfortunately. He's got to be, like, He's like got to be. No, I, it, damn near, <laughs> no, damn near almost. Uh, but I think he's on the trading block, too. He is, actually, yeah. 
Um, yeah. I, I do have a question for you, if you don't mind. Go ahead. No, this is I, why he's here. I have a question for you, Colin. It, it just, By the way, it, for the listeners, Brandon and I, our, our flags are tied. It's the truth. We're actually on the same side this episode. Doors are down. It's going to be it's a great time. So <laughs> yeah. last episode, you know, it was me versus him, but we are united this episode. Absolutely. I do have a question for you. Um, so there, I, I haven't heard it in a while, but there were some rumors that the Panthers would trade for some defenseman whose name I cannot pronounce. I think his first name is Jake. Um, or Jack, something like that. He plays for the, I think it's the Coyotes. And the discussion was that they would trade, um, Spencer Knight and, um, Galo, what's that defenseman's name? Was it Lindell? Yeah, him, Lindell. And at least the people on social media seem to think that's a pretty good deal. What are your thoughts? I, I personally, uh, would not trade Lindell for anything. He's, he's having, an incredible rookie year. I think he's only 19 or 20. And the way he's playing, I mean, he's – he could be – I don't want to do this to him because it's a big comparison, but the way he plays hockey, it's very similar to Barkov. And if he can be anything like Barkov, I mean, that's – any team would take a player like that. So, for me, Lundell, I don't trade him for anything. He's, he's in the rookie of the year discussion. He's only going to get better. Spencer Knight, that's a different story. Goalies tend to take a little bit longer to develop uh, than position players, and it's never really like a a sure thing. Like, I mean, Knight came out the gates hot last year. They called him up for the playoffs, and he was uh, just a brick house. But um, this year he's struggling a little bit, which was to be expected, and it's nice that Bob's kind of stepped up to the huge contract he has. So... I would imagine they would they would toy around with uh, with trading Knight for the right player, but I mean, it's so weird to say the Panthers GM is incredible. I mean, the team he's put together is unreal. And granted, a lot of these guys were here before, but the pieces he's also brought in have been great. And I, I don't see him trading Lundell, uh, like unless it's for Claude. Like I hate Claude Drew, but he'd be a great fit for the Panthers, a third line center or second line center. Like that would be, <laughs> you would. It, well, you're, you're going to be a Panther fan because we already agreed that we Flyers did. aren't making it, so yes. you're going to root for the Panthers. Yes. So, welcome. Uh, you're, we're bringing Clayton's first world problems to the Panthers, so hopefully it's our good luck charm. Uh, but no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade Lundell. I think that'd be a dumb trade. Uh, Spencer Knight, if that's the asking price for a player like Giroux or or someone similar, I would do it. Um, now, maybe a lot of fans might not agree with that, but that's. I just think it's easier to trade for a goalie or acquire a goalie and, you know, have him do well versus, you know, Knight, the first-round pick. He's going to ask for a lot of money whenever his contract comes up. I, I, I would be more open to trading him. Lundell, absolutely not. You guys have any more questions before I get to my final one? Anything? Uh, I mean, I I just like the answer. I was on the same page. I was kind of looking at the stats that whoever that dude is that they were trading for had like three goals. I think Lindell has like twenty or some shit like that. So, Ka- uh, Kalu, were you about to say something? Um, how how we how we feeling about the playoffs? No, oh, that was gonna be that was gonna be my yeah. pre- uh, my question. Because uh, the regular season success doesn't seem to be the issue. So uh, once we get to the playoffs, and granted, we've had bad luck because we had to play uh, Tampa. Um, without virtual champ, without somebody, right? Am I crazy? Without Ekblad, there yeah, you go. Ekblad, yeah, 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 yeah. 
So, yeah, Colin, your thoughts on the upcoming rest of the season and the Panthers? Uh, Panthers are winning the Stanley Cup. It's just as simple as that. Uh, they're like they're the best team in the league. It's not even close. Uh, the Lightning, if they draw the Lightning again, which they won't with the seeding, but that that obviously sucked last year that that was the first matchup. Uh, that would be my only worry. But at this point, what the Panthers are to me was, and Clayton will remember this, I, for years, said the Washington Nationals were going to win a World Series. And I just kept saying that. I created the bandwagon for them. And then uh, when Harper left, Clayton said, are you still on the Nats bandwagon? I said, absolutely. They won the World Series. So that's kind of where I'm at with the Panthers. I said they'd win last year. They didn't. I said they'd win the year before that, and they didn't. So I'm just going to keep saying it until they do it. I, but I truly think this is the team that'll do it. Now, on top of that, um, not even – I mean, South Florida hockey doesn't get a, uh, a lot of national TV attention, at least from what I've seen. But not even that. This team looks special. Like, they look genuinely special and different. They're kind of the comeback kids. What, they just beat the Sharks down 5-1? They came back and won 7-5, oh, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. So oh, yeah, they the, what they're doing as a hockey team as a whole is what I personally think. They're, like, low-key up there with one of the greatest hockey, uh, hockey teams because – um, just everything that they're doing this season, they're blowing teams the fuck out. And on top of that, their home ice advantage is insane. It's crazy. Yeah, they mm -hmm. don't lose. They, don't, they lose. don't lose at all. I think they've lost three games at home. Something like that, yeah. The first time the first time they lost at home was when we watched Spider Man, when they lost to Vegas. Yeah. yeah. That was <laughs> and that's imagine how long the high, uh how long the season was before they finally had that first loss. Mm -hmm. It's insane. It was, what it's, was it? Ten? Ten or eleven in a row at home. Yeah. 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 Ah, they're so good. And so with that, uh, let's move on to uh, college football where National Signing Day just happened. Um, Texas, the biggest story coming out of National Signing Day, Texas A&M having the greatest recruiting class of all time. You heard that right. In the, in the, in the 247. In the 247. What, 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 does, what does that mean? 247, what way? Two four seven sports. That, area. Yeah, that's, that's their. That's what everyone. Yeah, that's what everyone uses uh, for their recruiting rankings, mostly because they're very well respected. Okay. So, uh, in terms of points, this class from Texas A&M has the greatest recruiting class of all time. They have about eight defensive linemen committing to that school. Um, you actually have the stat, Brandon. Uh, whenever you're ready, if you want to blurt it out, or did you lose it? You uh, lost it. I low-key did. Oh, my oh, God. No, I remember it off the top of my head. Okay, go so ahead. So, in Jimbo's tenure at Texas A&M, he is 2018. Mm -hmm. 2018, mm -hmm. he has recruited the following in order as far as five-star players overall. 2018, zero. 2019, it was two. Tell me if I'm wrong, Clayton. Uh, 2020, it was also two. And I believe last year was one. And then tell them this year. This year, they have seven. Right after and NIL was just introduced. And depending on the recruiting service you, ha you use, I think they have like eight or nine because Jacoby Matthews is a four-star and 247. Rival says he's a five-star. So, yeah, you were right. I just found the tweet that you were talking about. Zero five-stars in 2018, two in 2019, two in 2020, one in 2021. And now NIL is introduced seven in 2022. And the number one player in the 2023 class 
just left College Station and reclassed into 2022 that morning on the morning of February 3rd. Ah, yes, LaBeas over. My biggest thing, and Colin, you know this, everyone else knows here about me and the college players getting paid. Everyone knows that. But then when the NIL got introduced, I was for it because that was my biggest concern. Are the big guys going to get paid what they're due, or are they going to turn it into a salary cap situation in terms of when the number one quarterback says, I deserve to be paid better than everyone else in the NCAA? That was my biggest gripe. But now with the NIL, you are getting that, that right. My biggest concern coming out of this is they don't actually have contracts written the fuck up for these kids. Jimbo Fisher, I'm pretty sure, is just walking up into these, into these houses, to these parents, telling them, that they're going to get X amount of dollars. Will the will they ever see those X amount of dollars? That is my biggest concern from that. You're putting your you're putting your risk as a parent to your kid saying he's going to go to this school and makes X amount of money. And what happens if he doesn't? Right? That that's my biggest thing. You go to the school, that's what you're promised. And again, that's what recruiting is all about. You know, you you kind of you don't lie, but you I guess you want to say you kind of push the envelope. You're selling dreams. You're selling dreams. They actually do have contracts for them. They do? NIL yeah. deals, yeah. They're NIL, usually contracts. You have to because now here. But, but that's the thing. No, I mean, but when you're in high school, you can't just straight up sign it unless you're going to the college. Well, you have to go to college. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. But my, personally, like, I don't really think that discussion on NIL is not really, like, interesting to me. My discussion as far as Texas A&M is Jimbo coming out here talking about this is a bunch of baloney <laughs> and they're clowns. And Look, you heard what he said. People shit. actually want to go there. People are working hard. Dude, there are people that literally li- – so my cousins live in Texas. My okay. aunt lives in Texas. College Station is like close to – like the closest city, like big city, would probably be technically Houston, but it's more accurately would be like Cypress, Texas, which is like North Houston. Okay. All right? The people in North Houston don't want to go to Texas A&M. They don't want to go to College but Station. I heard it's a lovely school. Nobody wants to go to College Station. <laughs> but, but Jimbo literally College told... College Station, Texas. He told me it's a great place. Th- that's fine. They got great people. You know why people. Jimbo thinks and it's a great place? you just said he's selling dreams. I mean, what are we doing here? Jimbo's getting paid <laughs> $70 million. But the audacity of y'all to think that he's only getting these players because of NIL deals. Dude. There's That's, no shot. Listen, that Bro, is my. Ser- I, that wait, is my. I don't know if you're turning heel or you're dead serious. Tell me what it is first. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, you're turning that heel. Is, okay, good. Is, all right, all right, good. That is absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. Texas A&M was eight and four last year. They weren't even that good a team. They beat Alabama. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah, Alabama. That was but fine. They have a like, great alumni base. They do. They they consistently spend the most money on college football um, every single year, and they're eight and four. Like, that's what Texas A&M is. They got a good coach now. They got and, and they have a great coach, and they're eight and four. Better than Texas. Now, that's, that's the <laughs> thing. <laughs> that is the one. That is who's going to be salty about all of this, is those UT fans. And I honestly love it. I love it. But back to what I was saying. That was my biggest concern out of Texas A&M. And on top of that, my prediction for this Texas A&M team, Colin, you're not in the group chat anymore, so you didn't see it. But yeah, I, right. I, I said – that either they are winning a national championship within the next four years, which isn't the biggest, hottest take. I mean, you have the greatest recruiting class of all time. You, sh- you should be winning a national championship. Uh, that was, I mean, that's what everyone said about Kirby Smart when he was getting top three recruiting classes, and he finally did it this past year. Or next season or the following season, they are going to set the record for most kids transferring out of the school of Texas A&M. 
There you go. I'm That's the one. Ding, I'm ding, so, ding. I mean, Are you sure about that? No, think about it like this, Robert. Think about it like this. Kids, kids, uh, or at least kids nowadays, I haven't seen a full kid go play for full four years at college in a while. In a while. I think these kids, for these next two years, get their money, whatever. Cool. And then they go somewhere and stand the fuck out, and then they get drafted based on what they do from that school. Dude. Here's that's the, that's what that's, the, you're saying. They're only at Texas A&M for a paycheck. Yes. Yes. Dude, and Jimbo's no. notion that they're not there for that is absolutely ridiculous. You don't think there's a chance that he's just a great recruiter? Dude, he is a good recruiter. How could but you do point? that with the following years, bro? Dude, I mean, am I wrong? I mean, he's building up the organization. Some he's might a say. national dude, championship winning no coach. I'm not reason g- for him to lie about this. Exactly. Texas A&M tells you Texas straight up. If they put it out there. Obviously, the university didn't do this because they can't. That'd be a violation of NIL rules. But it has been put out there. They want it out there. If you are a scholarship offensive lineman that goes to the University of Texas, you will get 50 Gs. Well, yeah, as he said, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm playing sorry-ass lawyer, number one. In the defense of Jimbo, okay, when Nick Saban got Bryce Young that deal, everybody was happy. Nobody was complaining. I'm Nick not, Saban wasn't even happy about the deal. He's not. He wasn't happy. He about wasn't. It, number one. Number two. But there was no criticism. But I'm not. I'm not criticizing him for doing it. I'm criticizing him for lying about it. That he doesn't need to. He's not lying. They the literally only have a thirty to thirty-five million dollar hedge fund specifically for Clint, this recruiting Clint, class. Clint, 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 you, Clint. Robert's doing a bit. You don't have to get worked up. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> no, we will get worked up. Listen, <laughs> listen, bro. Listen, dog. It's utterly ridiculous. You don't have to lie about this. The only reason you're lying about this is because you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. I think Jimbo would be very offended that you would say that, that he's doing something illegal. Well, let me get... Clown shows, what he called it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know who doesn't lie? Lane, Lane Kiffin. Lane Train. Lane fucking Kiffin. You know oh, I love that. You know who oh. doesn't have a national championship? Okay, next. Oh, my God. Colin, give me your, I, take. Give me your take on I all mean, this. Didn't the Lane Train win it with Pete Carroll, though? Are we counting he that? He did. And, we don't and, count those head Saban, coaching. But you know head Saban. coaching. You know whose wife wasn't smashing the players? Oh. <laughs> Dan Mullen? <laughs> uh, all right, Colin, give me your take on this, bro. Yeah, I, I kind of – I'm like in between you and Brandon and Robert. Like, Jimbo is a very good coach. He's a good recruiter. Uh but at the same time, isn't this who Jimbo is, though? He's just a corny dude. Like, I don't know. He's just kind of like a caricature. And uh, at the same time, though, he's a good coach. So, I, yeah, I don't know why he's lying about that. And and I think it was pretty telling with Nick Saban. I, I don't know if he was asked this, but he, I saw a quote from him where he said, I don't recruit with NIL deals. Uh, that's where I draw the line. And to me, that was like, oh, this this has got to be a shot at Jimbo because this has to be a thing that's being talked about on the recruiting trail. It's like, get a load of Jimbo just lying about these NIL deals, but he's just, you know, throwing bags at everybody. So I, I don't, I don't really know. I don't, he shouldn't be lying about it, but that's kind of just who he is. And then I also agree. He's either going to win one or this is all going to fall apart. And he's just going to be the next head coach somewhere else. I mean, think about it, bro. Think about it like this. When you think of recruiting classes over the last five years, who have truly been there? 
It's been Alabama, Clemson, Georgia, relatively up there in the ranks. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, those are the main three that are usually in the top three. Oh, and they Oregon's been up Ohio there State. the last, like, Ohio four. State, Ohio too. State. Oh, yeah, the, it's kind of wishy-washy in terms of what goes down. Then all of a sudden, you have Texas A&M coming from the bottom ten, going all the way up to number one. No, right but, after Clay, this, to me, this was to be expected, though. Like, not every coach is going to come in and just dominate the recruiting trail. Some some programs take time. I don't think Kevin Sumlin left A&M in a bad place, per se, but I don't think he left him in a good place either because he went to Arizona and then absolutely tanked that program. So, yeah, like, I don't – it's tough because you can look back at what Kevin Sumlin did. He did recruit well, but we're, I mean, I don't know how you guys felt, but I was surprised when A and M let him go because of his success on the trail. But they had to let him go for something. Like there must have been something behind the scenes. So I feel like for A and M to offer Jimbo all that money, for them to fire Kevin Sumlin in that division in the SEC with how well he was recruiting, there had to have been something going on behind the scenes where. Jimbo was like, he had to get enticed to go there because it was going to be a rebuild. But, Colin, think about the other coaches that have that just, I mean, I mean, now they're some of the greatest coaches ever. Uh, but think about Nick Saban going to Alabama. Nick Saban, uh, Alabama wasn't on the hot recruiting trail. Literally the following year, he was in the top five. Same with Dabo Sweeney and, uh, and, and Clemson. Ohio State's always up there in the top in the top uh, ranks wow. of recruiting. Georgia with Kirby Smart after his first year, he literally went and became a top three recruiter that following season. It, it's just the the history of Jimbo Fisher in Alabama and him not having any type of five stars. Meanwhile, we have Kirby, Nick, uh, Urban, and Ryan Day of Ohio State just coming in and taking over and becoming a top three class the following season. That is what makes you, like, question a little bit. That's what makes you raise your eyebrow. You know what I mean? It reminds me of, like, when SMU all of a sudden got Eric Dickerson and a gold Mustang showed up at his house. Hey, and hey, no one hey, he wrote a book. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. It's not obviously SMU came from nowhere, but Jimbo and Texas A&M were always relatively in the top ten. Yes, granted, but they were never in the ranks of where Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, or Georgia were ever been, and they were never even close. The gap was always big. Then on, on NIL gets introduced, and now all of a sudden Texas is back, or at least Texas A&M is back. I mean, like, make no, it for make sure. sense. I mean no, you're right, but like at the same time too, we can go back to when Jimbo was at FSU and they were in the top five recruiting. So it's, it's exactly it's, yeah, to but, me. I kind of look at it. I kind of look at it like what took you so long versus what the hell's going on. I'll tell you like, what took them so long. College Station, Texas took them so long. <laughs> Have you been to College Station, Texas, sir? I don't think so. Of course, I haven't been to College Station, Texas. I care about what I do with my life. <laughs> Obviously not that kid. That you know, you're going to meet you. somebody from Texas A&M. They're not going to appreciate that, okay? I, I, I know them. someone from Texas A&M. I'll, I'll relay this feedback, and I'll, uh, Tell them to I'll see to the what podcast. they have to say. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have them tune in. I bet you they love that, please. Uh, uh, they great. do. They get because the ring you know, and everything. Look, they, they get put the their thumbs up. Oh, two thumbs up. See, there you go. Of course they love it because they're the weirdos that show up to the damn stadium dressed in f full, like, military academy <laughs> gear for no reason. They're not a military school. They have no I'm going to write I, I, That's a good question. I need to write that down. I've always forgot that. <laughs> they, have, they have no affiliations with the military. But, but that, Does Johnny Manziel ever wear a military uniform? No. Doubt of him. And then here's no. the other part. Here's the other part. Here, here's the real part, okay? <laughs> Why would I want to go to a place that doesn't believe in female cheerleaders? Male <gasps> cheerleaders. Oh! 
Oh, male cheerleaders? All male cheerleaders. They're, I forget what they call it. Wait, 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 wait. Dressed in the military fatigues or whatever. Oh, they're the ones who be doing the push-ups and shit. Yeah, that's them. Wait, I didn't know that. Uh, now, now I would go there if you gonna give I, me, as Jacoby Matthews' family friend said, you gonna give me four hundred fifty thou over four years? Sure. Houston's not that far away. <laughs> well, maybe that's why they don't have cheerleaders. They're busy. At I actually have some intel on the cheerleader thing, but oh, that's well, what you got? No, 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 no. no, no. Go, go ahead. Means. Go ahead. Oh. oh, okay. Well, it's just you know sources, right? So uh, they, yeah. The, the, they do have women cheerleaders. They are not allowed to cheer the football game. However, they're able to cheer basketball. So there you go. But why, that totally makes sense. But why are they that not allowed to make cheer? Like that up. totally makes shut sense. Shut up. Everyone shut up. Why are they not allowed to cheer for football games? Is there a reason behind that? Uh, tradition. Because they're freaking... Yeah. Mm, Traditionally, yeah, but they're, uh, yeah, they're able to do basketball, though. Yeah. Um, th- go ahead real quick before I ma- ask him his last question. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I forgot. Go ahead. Oh, god damn it! All right, well, this is a Homer podcast. Uh, we uh, we are very Homer here, talking about University of Miami, the Dolphins, the Eagles, Georgia, everything. Colin, you're here. Brandon wanted to actually yeah. know your takes. Uh, you've told me personally, what are your takes on Dan Lanning, the coach? I thought he's done a good job so far on the recruiting trail. Um, was able to close with a decent class and then i think there's a four star that's supposed to announce tomorrow between oregon and florida um i think he's done a good job i think it was tough because like there's a lot of there was a lot of decommits um a lot of the targets obviously were either gone or uh like cyrus moss is an example was a lock for oregon until mario left and then now cyrus moss is at miami so it's things like that where players were you know, recruited hard, were supposed to, or not supposed, but they were predicted to go to Oregon, and then they they went elsewhere. So I think him and the staff did a good job uh, in the short time that they had. Uh, I'm interested to see what 2023 looks like. I think that'll be the true gauge as far as how he's recruiting, how how they're stacking up against Lincoln Riley and USC on the West Coast. Um so yeah, we'll see. I think the national championship certainly helped. That gave him a lot of credibility. I mean, he leaves the uh, the stadium, makes his way out west, and he can start, you know, recruiting and and especially defense. That's kind of where he was able to win back some of the losses. Is, is some defensive prospects. He flipped that one Georgia running back. Um, so yeah, I'm impressed. I to me though, I think one of the biggest winners on signing day was Miami with where they were at. Uh, I think, Brandon, were they like in the 40s or the 50s? And they ended up closing well, at 15? They came, when Mario was hired, they were at 78th. Um, coming into the traditional signing day, um, they were 38th in the country. And they finished 50. They were up, They were as high as 14th, but somebody leaped them. I think it was Tennessee. Um, and they finished with 15th. Yeah. Yeah, so... I, that was, a great, I mean, he was able. To, I don't. Well, I saw something today that of all the decommits from Oregon, they weren't. Uh, Miami didn't get any of the uh, decommits, but like I said, a lot of the uh, people, Cristobal and um, Alex Mirabal, and, and those guys were recruiting. They they ended up going with Miami, so that was impressive to me. With with uh, not having a full staff and Mario just hitting the road hard, that was impressive that they were able to finish. Yes. With, um, 
you, that high. You did beat us out for, I think this is how you say his name is Dave Ayuli. Um, oh, the uh, yeah, the tackle. The tackle. From Washington. He was projected to go to Miami the moment he decommitted uh, from Oregon. And my understanding is actually, I, well, I I guess it's true. Um, you had some. Uh, you had the official visit over there. I believe you had a, a Lodinata show up. Is what I heard. Um, he was there at the official visit. Apparently, that that like was a big hit amongst the uh, the visitors. And Dave Ayuli wanted to stay. However, I, apparently his family is not on board with that. They're not happy about it. Dave apparently made his own decision. Um, so that was kind of interesting. But oh, like he wanted the family wanted him to go to Miami. Yeah, the family wanted him at Miami because uh, so it, they had they had crystal balled him to Oregon over the weekend um, after the official visit, and um, uh, some people had asked. His fam, his family had like sent a message the morning of signing day, like on Twitter to Miami fans, thanking them and thanking the school. Um, you know, so all the Miami fans like, all right, he's gone, and some of them were kind of upset. Apparently, one of the one of the Miami fans on the two four seven message board reached out to, I believe it was his brother, on on social media, and his brother told them that they do not like Dan Lanning and the staff at Oregon. Um, not my opinion. I actually, I, I love Dan Lanning and the staff he's put together. But for whatever reason, they don't like him. And they wanted him at Miami. And he, because the, asked, he asked him the question, like, what is, what is it that changed his mind? And they told him, Dave made his own decision. We're not on board with this. We, want, we wanted him at Miami. So that, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, I, don't, I didn't hear about that. Uh, it, it kind of like a Landon Collins situation. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was on the Miami message board. Uh, they didn't like his family. Didn't like make it awkward on on his announcement. Well, I was I was surprised about that because, uh, I mean, I, I'm not hating on the guy, but Joe Salavea is not a great recruiter. He's a great coach. Um, yeah, yeah. But he's not a good recruiter by any means. But this was going to be his biggest win because that was the thing at Oregon with yeah. uh, with Dave was that. Um, they really connected with Joe Salavea and, and he had been recruiting him for a while. So that, then that's, I mean, I'm, again, I'm not being a hater, but that's to be expected with Joe Salavea. If you see him as like the primary recruiter for some players, I would be concerned because he's, he, I mean, more often than not, he does miss. Um, yeah, he's not, that was my, like when I, when they hired him, that, you know, that's kind of what I, yeah, he developed, he's a great he's coach, a great but coach, like, not a great recruiter. No, I mean, there was like JT Tuimalo, who uh, is at Ohio State. He was the number one recruit in the last cycle. And Joe Salavea grew up in the same city as um, JT's dad and knew him his whole life. And he still couldn't win that recruit. He, he lost him to Ohio State. And that was just, that's when, at least up here, the question started circling. Can you know, can Joe Salavea recruit the big one? Because everyone assumes that he recruited Kayvon Thibodeau. It's actually not true. It was uh, Keith Hayward. It was USC's interim coach. I forget who he was. Uh, oh, yeah, that guy. Uh, yeah, he was the lead recruiter. Um, Brian McClendon was a lot of uh, the lead recruiters. And then Joe Salavea was the secondary. So BMAC leaving, I think, was tougher. Mario, he'll, he'll find someone. But Already did. Yeah. Josh Gaddis, baby. Josh Gaddis. The Why Michigan. does that name sound familiar? Michigan. Michigan. Uh, yeah. Oh, Michigan. Oh, yeah. nice. Wide receiver coach at Alabama and co-OC in 2018. 
Wait, he's the OC? Yeah, yeah. He's our OC. We hired him today. Oh. That's actually a big uh, big hire. I didn't see that. Yeah. yeah. Uh so let's move on to the NFL where uh I mean, we I think we need to talk about this, at least me and Khalil, because you guys kind of already talked about it on the bonus pod. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. Uh, we do need to talk about this Brian Flores lawsuit, Khalil. If you have any type of thing on it, by all means, go ahead. If you guys don't know, if you're hiding under a rock, Brian Flores is, is suing, I believe, the Dolphins, the Giants, the Broncos, and the NFL as a whole for racial discrimination. Um, I, I listened to the bonus pod with both of you. I understand both of your points. Um, the way, the reason why behind it for me personally, uh, I'm gonna kind of tippy toe around this. The reason why he's suing it probably isn't the greatest idea, like you said, uh, Robert. Probably isn't the greatest idea as to why. But back to Brandon's point, at least it's bringing something to light, which I totally get. Uh, that's my mo whole thing behind it. After everything, that I mean, obviously there's gonna be more details coming out. Uh, from it, but um, as the details that we got right now, it's a yes and no for me. I mean, fuck, bring it to light, but the reason as to why, not all for it. Khalil, you're a big fan of Brian Flores. Anything that you have to say off of it? Uh, to remix a quote from the great Dr. Umar, the NFL is a suspect. suspect. There you go. <laughs> wait, 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 be careful. What? Something might happen. What? Oh, the, the phone might fall off the, <laughs> the audio might drop we don't know but that is that's all you got to say about that um i mean it was pretty shocking when the reports came out um i didn't know they was out here paying coaches to, to, to lose, lose games i think hugh jackson lied by the way he was just losing to lose yeah, he sucks let's just call <laughs> <it again. laughs> he, he, he came out and said that, that it didn't happen like like i think it was like the next day a couple days ago. No came, cap. Seriously? Came, Wait, how did that happen? He came out and said that, that nobody paid him to lose games. So why did he say so it in the first place? Because he's Hugh bullshit. Jackson. Y'all act like y'all know who this man <laughs> is. Come on, man. Look, look. I'll just this put man was trying to get in, in front of the cameras, get in the limelight. Look, man, I'm just going to let you know he is. I, look, I'm not saying that this is why he did it. I'm just going to let you know. For those of you that don't know, Hugh Jackson is the head coach of Grambling State, which is an HBCU. Um, That's actually news to me, really. Yes, he is. He is I the head coach. Wow. He's the head coach of Grambling State. Okay, it's an HBCU, and all I'm gonna say is, ever since he went on television talking about that, I've seen a whole lot of Grambling State offers run across my timeline on Twitter from some top prospects. That's all I'm saying. Now he could have done that anyway. Like he didn't need to go on TV to do that. Oh, but the classic game of any I'm press just, is good press. I'm <laughs> Hey, they do like call it, it could be a coincidence. Maybe I'm only seeing it because, you know, I've retweeted some of this Brian Flores stuff. So maybe that's what the algorithm's saying. Maybe algorithm think I want to hear from Hugh Jackson. But I need, I nobody need to wants to hear from Hugh Jackson. I need to hear Khalil's, Khalil's take and only Khalil's take. Brian Rosa Parks Flores. Oh what the fuck was that? <laughs> I, d I wasn't there to brainstorm on the name. <laughs> so, I can't really tell you hey that. man, listen, you wouldn't get it because you're Anglo-Saxon brother. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, All right, you wouldn't <sighs> get it. God. All the right. white man, that white man, sat up there on Get Up and looked at the black community in their face and insulted. And the Mike Greenberg. <laughs> and insulted the intelligence of every last African American in this country. 
God. Wait, who said that? His the, lawyer. The lawyer. His white oh, lawyer sat God. up there and said, Brian Flores is the Rosa Parks of the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> When you have black people problems, you don't hire the white lawyer. But hey, you know, because I don't think the black lawyer goes up there and calls them Rosa Parks. But okay. Uh, uh, In Black History Month, I just can't. It's just it's too much. On the no, first no, day of Black History yes, Month, this shit man. came out too. That's wild. You said that in the chat. Oh, yeah, we, uh, by the way, just like as a side, mm-hmm. I don't know if you do you listen to the Dan Lepertar podcast? No, I don't. Not not as religiously as you guys. I if would, something comes across if, my feed, I'll I'll give it a listen. But nothing like you if guys. If I were you, take some time and mm-hmm. listen to. Have Robert send you the episode because I don't listen to it religiously either. But there is an episode with Carl Douglas, mm-hmm. who is famed lawyer. The famed lawyer. <laughs> famed lawyer. One of nine. My lawyers. guy. <laughs> he is my guy. That dude is hilarious. He is the lawyer. He is one of the nine lawyers that represented O.J. Simpson during his murder trial. And he is single-handedly the best thing of that O.J. Simpson 30 for 30. Um, he I thought it was Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran's dead. He was right. in the documentary. He was no, no, no. The, no, the actual, bro, the actual thing trial, where they showed the him. Yes, no, no, the trial no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the trial. I'm talking specifically oh, the 30 oh, for 30. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, okay. he's like the Carl. last lawyer alive, though, right, from O.J.'s. Actually, Count low key the, he might be might one of the be yeah, yeah. It's the curse of OJ. Yeah, that might be true. Mm-hmm. I'd have yeah, to check you on always that. Always wind up dead around him, huh? Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but Why are you treating him like ghosts? Don't Carl, do that. <laughs> I would listen to that. It's like 40 or so minutes long. Carl Douglas just dropped straight heat on that. Like, that, it's hilarious. On that specific, that specific specific moment? Okay. He, he like No, but I'm saying, dog. what is he talking about? Is he talking about that specific Flores, moment? Yeah. Oh, they, they brought him in there to talk about Flores. Oh, okay. okay. So he's in there, and he's just, I he mean. He takes some shots at Hugh Jackson. He too. takes shots at Hugh Jackson. Rightly so. In, like, the first five minutes, he, like, kind, like, he doesn't really go after Brian Flores, but he goes after his, like, decision to hire the Anglo-Saxon. Or to man. sue. And to, sue, yeah. Yeah. and to sue. He tells a hilarious story about the time that he, um, represented, El- Elgin he represented Elgin Baylor. Mm-hmm. Um, because he is a Lakers fan. Elgin Baylor was, the I think, the general manager, the president of the Clippers at the time. He don't like Donald Sterling, so he's like, fuck yeah, I'm going to, uh, like, let's sue that bastard. And um, it never, uh, listen to the podcast. All right, just, I got I you. I don't want to ruin it. Okay, all right. Uh, well, so th- let's just go with that. Another quick thing. Uh, just came out before we recorded this podcast. Mike McDaniel's uh, becoming the coach of the Dolphins. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Don't um, hit that button. You wanted your boy, DB. I um, said he was my second option, though. I said that on the podcast. Uh, real quick, Why before we get into Super Bowl. To well, I was going to say, did we roll with his statement of uh, it'll never happen again in terms of him going back to the NFL? Who? DB Cooper. Um, Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh. He Hell no, he's a liar. He, you know why he didn't do that? Because of everything that went on right around that time where he said that he told the Vikings, I don't want to be a coach. You know, you know exactly what I'm talking about, too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much I, why. I do think ultimately the plan was him to uh, to come here and coach the office. Uh, because like, look, once the block got hot, he was like, yeah, I you, can't really be. No, because up, you know why? This is exactly why. All right, the, I, we we're going to talk about Mike McDaniel's for the homers and also, for the I mean, homers the that are here. The reason why he was going to go there is because uh, Ross was was going to be the one to bring him in. I don't think Ross is going to be owning the team by the end of the year. But that's just me. Oh, that's your hot take. 
That I don't think that's a hot take. He like you can't you can't invest in a sports gambling problem. company and then be trying to pay your coach to to, to lose games. He, no, he I, can't hey, really look, face I agree with charges. you, but we I, I agree with both of you. But you guys see how this shit plays out usually. Oh, you know no, what I mean? Oh, this isn't. Oh, this, I think he stays. This is bigger than the NFL. Like he, if if the FBI wants to, they can press federal charges against him. Oh shit! But they'd have to have like concrete <laughs> evidence. Like, I don't think he's that stupid. But on top of that, like the reason why well, he was stupid the second he thought he, uh, he was going to convince Brian Flores <laughs> from the Bill Belichick coaching tree to lose games to, to lose games for money. <laughs> That's where you lost right there. Come on, like uh, look as as they as they've said on many different podcasts uh, and and outlets. If you did the interview properly, you clearly didn't do it effectively because you should have known, known he's not the one. that he's not the one to do that. He also ain't the one to get me Tom Brady. It's not the coach that you pick as the fall guy. Nah, it's not that nah, he wouldn't nah. get you Tom Brady. Sorry. It's that he wanted you wanted him to get you Tom Brady on a boat before Tom Brady was a free agent. He is a man of principle. But he coached the uh, coach under New England for like 12 years during all I those scandals. I didn't tell you what his principles were. I said <laughs> okay. he is a man of principle. <laughs> All right, so real quick before we get into preview and reca- uh, preview and matchups for the Super Bowl, Khalil, Mike McDaniel, Tyre, how are you feeling about I'm it? I'm excited. Excited. I think this is this is a good start. Now all we gotta do is get Chris Greer's old bum ass out of there. Oh, uh, get geez. us a new. Order. Why you gotta go after the black man? It's Black History Month. Hey, hey. You know what type of you know what type of uh, black man we call Chris Greer, right? Let's not do this today. Hey, hey, hey. Not this month. Hey, not this month. Not this month. Okay, that's for March. For so long. Save for the draft. Can I ask a question? Is it the abbreviation for the University of Texas or no? No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, no. That's why I was asking. I was asking. Sorry. Okay. I mean, maybe he's been there for twenty years. He is Teflon Don. He can. He will not die. Like Matt Hardy. He will not die, okay? <laughs> Don't. Why would you even say that? Uh, what do you mean? Like, I mean, co- I, I know, uh, I know, but that's just, yeah. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> Brandon, real I lo- quick. I love it. You love it? I love it. Okay. Robert? I love it. Make it look like McLovin. I just want to know. I just want a question. Uh, you put it in the chat earlier that Kyle Shannon has kept Mike McDaniels this entire time. Yeah, uh, he's the for, only for assistant he's taken with him everywhere. everywhere. Uh, it kind of reminds me, and I know I always bring it up, but it kind of reminds me of like Nick Saban and Kirby Smart. Kirby, he brought Kirby Smart everywhere. with him everywhere. Kirby Smart was on the Dolphins. I don't know if you guys remember yes, this. Yes, I remember. Yeah, but he took him everywhere, and it was well known that whenever the Georgia job was was open, Kirby Smart was going to leave and go finally take it. Like That was very well known within Alabama. But this uh, particular situation with the whole Brian Fuller's lawsuit coming about, and, um, like, why why Mike McDaniels all of a sudden wants to take the Miami job out of all jobs? That's my biggest question. Uh, allegedly, Especially during this time with the lawsuit. Allegedly, he, he's had a little bit of a checkered past that hasn't been reported, and so that was the only job that he was going to get offered. That's true? Yes. He ha- he's been sober since 2016. Oh, he's Kevin Sumlin. <laughs> I'd like to say, you know, I feel like, you know, this. don't take this the wrong way. I feel like he's kind of giving me the logic of coaching I vibes. I'm just saying, he yeah. just kind of, and by the way, we got two third-round picks for him, so shout out to him. Thank you for your... Actually, I saw on Twitter it's the 49ers who get two third-round picks. They get two third-round picks? Yeah. Damn, I'm y'all can't sure. just fucking get I away gotta, from them, can you? I got to look into the... No, we don't <laughs> give it to them. It's not a trade. Oh. The NFL has a program. Oh, they, they, okay. They okay. Basically, <laughs> incentivized. a yeah. few years ago, people came after the Rooney Rule again, and they said, all right, well, we'll incentivize you for, like, you know, do we get something for Vance Joseph? 
I think we did get the pick for Vance Joseph, yeah. All right. So Doesn't matter. We hired another biracial coach, okay? So we're keeping it. My favorite part keeping about it that culture. is when he was first interviewing the early stages, and they somebody put out an article about him being a white coach or some shit, and how it's an issue, and how they're not hiring black coaches. And then they found out that he was half black, and then they just like didn't even take <laughs> down the article. They're no, like, oh, okay, we fucked well, up. That, was, that was that was uh, it has nothing to do with what we're talking about now. But yeah. talking about Jim Harbaugh, right, and how he didn't want to get the block hot mm-hmm. or whatever. Dougie P, Super Bowl winner, Doug Peterson. So Super is, Bowl so, winner. So is Mike McCarthy Dougie and Br- So is Mike McCarthy and Brian Billick. Became, What's your point? Just that was became, uh, Nick Foles. Don't start calling. Yeah, tell him. Don't start calling. Tell him. <laughs> Super Bowl winner, Nick Foles. Super Bowl. Wasn't he MVP? I, I, I said winner. I believe he was MVP. MVP. Nick Foles. Super Bowl MVP. Nick Foles. You know what I saw that blew my mind? I didn't even think about it. Garoppolo already has two rings. Yeah, he does from the Patriots. Oh shit! Yeah. When I saw that, I was like, "Holy Super shit!" Super Bowl starter he actually and Super Bowl <laughs> winning quarterback, <laughs> Jimmy G. Jimmy, okay. Jimmy Garoppolo is the is the active quarterback with the most Super Bowl rings. Bullshit! Yes. That's yeah. actually that's actually the stat that I saw. Yeah, that's like, true. Holy yeah, shit, that's he true. Has rings. Oh my yeah. god! No, you will put no respect on Jimmy G's name. On this podcast, Tom Brady was one rolled ankle away from him going uh, for uh, Jimmy G going in there and closing out the Super Bowl. Uh, but anyways, back to what you said. Dougie P got hired by the Jacksonville Jaguars. As soon as that thing came out, Fed wrote in the group chat, "Why?" <laughs> so I mean, I get it, I understand it, but uh, it is what it is. It's a whole complicated thing. It is what yeah, it is. Keeping it, keeping it. Black. Colin, I'm gonna pass it to you. The Super Bowl is literally next week, the day before Valentine's Day. Whoever made that up is oh, single. You, you, you can't you can't call it the Super Bowl. You call it the big game. Oh you know? yeah, because but it's trademarked. Right. I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry. To. The big game is is yeah, a week yeah. is a week from now. Um, give me what you're looking at. Give me your preview prediction. Give me everything that you're looking for. Uh, it, it's simple. Matt Stafford sucks, <laughs> and Joe Burrow, the Bengals, Jamar uh, Chase, they're gonna walk into SoFi. They're going to hang 40, and Matt Stafford and his wife are going to go home crying, and everyone's going to be like, oh, how the Rams not win? It's simple. The Bengals came in, got the job done. I'm not watching anything else. I guess the thing I will watch is the Rams' defensive line versus the Bengals' O-line. I think we can all agree that you know the Titans have a good D-line, but this is probably the best D-line that they will face and if the Titans were able to get that pressure, Von Miller, Aaron Donald, uh, Leonard Floyd should all be able to get that same pressure, if not more. So that's my biggest concern is how they match up in that sense. But I don't think Matt Stafford gets the job done at all. So I got the Bengals coming out. Well, that's literally what I said about the defensive line and the offensive line last week. Ago. But you just said they were hanging 40. So give me your prediction there, Colin. I'm, I'm going to go 40 to 21 Bengals. God, what? Crazy. Get out of here. All right, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I, nah. I could see it. No, nah, I'm giving my but prediction. No. Nah. I could see it. It's just that I'm not going to say the Bengals offense scores. Not with that offense. You know, Thank my, you. Matt, Thank Matt you. Stafford might help him out a Thank you. Oh, Get out of so here. So that's the thing. I'm mostly I'm just I'm the biggest Matt Stafford hater. So uh He's a Super Bowl I, starting quarterback in a week. How do dare I, you? Well, you know. He threw the ball to one of the greatest receivers of all time, all right? 
Come on, made him what he was. Come on now. I, he also I, retired. Made him what he was. Oh no no no! There's no way I just heard that. He just heard heel. He just heard heel at WrestleMania 17. That boy just hit me with that bat. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy C made Debo too. <laughs> oh, all right. So give me your prediction, Robert. Give me your prediction. I'm going with the Rams. I refuse to support uh, the Bengals. They're not a first-class organization. Yeah, they haven't been one, and I refuse to support oh. them. Oh, fucking hater, bro. They're not hey, a first-class organization. To the Jones podcast. It doesn't matter. I've been feeling like that before I heard that podcast. They're not a first-class organization. That man, I told you on this podcast, too, that man don't pay nobody. I'm not supporting him. <laughs> but he does pay not people because they don't go into free agency. He ain't got money like that. His dad <laughs> is a ball coach, or was. He's dead. That rest his soul. <laughs> Okay, let me pass And it I want again. Odell to win anyway. Odell deserves to win for the, the salacious slander that you bums in Cleveland try to put on him. All right, get out and, of here. And, ES- mm. and ESPN? I don't care about ESPN. Khalil, give me your score, prediction, oh, whatever. Oh, score. Give me everything. Um, I'm taking the Rams 31? You were say 14. 31 to 21. Oh, close enough. Okay, 31-21. That's a respectable score. It's not a bad score. Hopefully it's not a Sean McVay situation with three points, but, you know. <laughs> Brandon, you? I will take the Rams. I'm going to go 34-24. to 24. And I think um, – oh, are we not – are we doing, like, MVP prediction? Oh, yeah, fuck. Fuck that. Um, Colin, sorry, before – Colin, Super Bowl MVP? Joe Burrow, I'm assuming. Ooh. Oh, come on. Wide okay, receiver whatever. getting a Super Bowl MVP. Not on, J- not on Jalen Ramsey. All right, tell you that. <laughs> Robert, Super Bowl MVP? Aaron Donald. That line's going to get massacred. Colin, uh, Khalil? Best defensive coordinator. Damn. I wish there was some way in the universe I could give Odell Beckham Super Bowl MVP, but I don't think that's going to happen. It'd be Cooper Cup. I'm going to go Cooper Cup. Yep. You're going Cooper Cup? All right, yeah. that's solid. All right. You want some way it's going to happen? I'll give it to you. Odell, Odell wins Super Bowl MVP. <laughs> he gets the game-winning touchdown. Oh, God. Game-winning. You, don't you have yours as like a 10-point ten, a ten yeah, block? kick a field goal late, bro. <laughs> he gets the game-winning touchdown because Joe Burrow – Throws an interception late because that pressure gets to him. And they just kick a little field goal. All right. Odell Beckham, two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. All right. Oh, wow. My prediction is 35 to 28. And the person who wins MVP is the guy throwing the fucking ball to Odell Beckham and Cooper Cup. And he becomes a Super Bowl champion and a Super Bowl MVP and has as many rings as fucking Aaron Rodgers and MVPs as Aaron Rodgers. And it's going to go down in history that they are the same (laughs) fucking quarterback. I want to give you guys some fucking context. He's a Green Bay Packers fan and he doesn't know what the fuck is coming. Matthew Stafford is going to win a goddamn Super Bowl this year, and I'll come on this goddamn podcast with a Super Bowl jersey and a fucking Georgia hat, and I'm going to put some fucking respect on Matthew Stafford's name. You fucking heard it here first. I, I, I will not allow that. I just want I just want to say, though, he could have been an NFL MVP, too, if he didn't have, like, four weeks of just throwing pick sixes out the wazoo. So, you know, <laughs> there's that as well. There you you should have added that yeah. to your little soliloquy. He's not going to win Super Bowl MVP because he tries to give the game away. But then he comes back and wins the game. Last time Clayton pegged a quarterback to win the MVP, broke his leg in half, and Nick Foles ended up taking his shine. Oh, so, I mean, 
Does that mean we're going to see uh, – I don't even know who the Rams' backup is, but is Matt Stafford going to gonna, know. You don't Is he going to break his back this game and then – Because uh, he's the fucking best. I think their backup is still that guy who they started over Jared Goff <laughs> last year. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, well, is it hey. Wolf? Something. Wolf? Hey, he won a playoff game. He ain't that bad. So did hmm. Tony Romo. I mean. Hey, hey, More hey, than hey, Carson hey, Wentz. Hey, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> Could have done better against the Jaguars, huh? Uh, uh, mm. uh, Tony mm. Romo had at one point as many playoff wins as Timothy Bartholomew Tebow. You Don't you let do me tell today? you. Hey, you know how I feel about Tim Tebow. <laughs> I'm all down for it. All right, let's get into the NBA. We got trade talk to talk about. Robert, I'm going to throw it to you because you guys talked about this already. You can either talk about the Brooklyn trade that just happened or the Portland Brooklyn trade. Brooklyn trade. Uh, there wasn't a Brooklyn trade. Oh, I'm sorry. There the Cleveland, a, the Cleveland Pacer trade. I'm sorry. I mean, you should start with the trade that was first. Though. That was first. All right, yes. so start it off with that, bro. Okay, what was the first trade? The, the Portland first trade. trade was Portland. Uh, Brandon thinks it's a heist. It was. It looky is a heist, but I mean, I yeah. don't really care. Oh wow. Bullshit. Okay, the insider said it was a heist too. Okay. All right. Uh, trade is bullshit. Robert That's Covington. Bullshit. And, oh, they put it on the screen. Robert Covington <laughs> and go. Norman Powell going to the Clippers for Eric Bledsoe, former Heat bum, Justice Winslow, <laughs> Keon Johnson, and a future second-round pick. No, don't say future. 2025. <laughs> that belongs to the Detroit Pistons. Uh, that might be a decent uh, trade. The, uh, That's not you a said that was a trade. decent trade? No, no, no. I, I meant like a oh, decent pickup. Pick. Yeah. Uh, what is Portland yeah, going to do? C- Colin, you are, you are our resident Portland. What are the Trailblazers going to do with the 2025 second-round pick? Actually, the track record of drafting is not no, that great no. of late. Actually, no. on top of that, give me this. What the fuck is Dame doing with all this going on? Oh, I, He's oh, recovering. No. No, no, no. But what is he going to do? That's my biggest fucking question. Because he came he back. get out. He's, oh, that's your that's your take? No, that that's what that trade is. You don't make that trade unless you're going to trade Damian Lillard. I'm not saying he's going to yeah. trade at the deadline, but like they're going to move him. Sooner than later. Okay. Colin, your thoughts? You know, I, I'm like the meme of the soldier taking all the bullets and you guys just leaving <laughs> nice and sound. Because I'm out here. I went to the Heat Blazer game a few weeks ago when they were out here. I put on my Instagram story, Dame is getting a glimpse of his future team. The comments, the DMs were just, it was very toxic. I was taking all of the bullets from the Trailblazer fans out here who I am connected with. Uh, yeah, it wasn't really well received, but that's what's going to happen. And and yeah, the vibes aren't really good out here. Everyone thinks that the team's getting blown up. Wait, you got you got Dame going to the Heat eventually? Oh, I've been saying that. I've been saying that for years. Oh yeah, he has been saying that. That's actually as, a, as a personal Heat fan, I don't want Dame Lillard. I'll pass. Are you? Yes. Oh, are you? What? Whoa! I call him he doesn't, he doesn't you work. lost your mind. He call doesn't work. He does not work. Side. He does not work in the Bam build. I'm sorry. Where he did doesn't work. We couldn't get Damian Lillard for another two years. At that point, he'll be what thirty-five. Yeah, I'd rather That's have. I'd rather have Donovan Mitchell. So you guys Mitchell. are fine with Kyle Lowry, but not Damian. No, 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 no. That's no, no. the point. We can't get him in two years. Kyle Lowry's contract ends in, in two, two years. years. Yeah. We no, but the get... way the Blazers are trading, we could do a swap. A swap of who? No, no, no. no J- Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's not going to allow that. No, Jimmy Butler. Not on his well, watch. This is this 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 is about Jimmy. Once Kyle Lowry's contract ends, that is the Bam build. And sir, that is when we welcome in with loving arms 
Donovan Mitchell. Or Jason Tatum. Because our center cares about... You watch your whore mouth. You watch your fucking whore mouth. I need nothing from that fucking clover. We will get him together. I don't need nothing from that goddamn leprechaun team. I'm not giving up on Jason Tatum like get you. Get the fuck out of here. Jalen Brown. This is the first time I'm ever oh giving money God. respect. If you this ever said Jalen Brown right is now. doing better than Jason get Tatum this year. Get and it's here. not even close. Jason Tatum is a goddamn walking ghost. He don't know what the fuck he Get out of here. That's Corner specialist Jalen look, Brown. Get out of here. Yo, do you see do you see his coach? He was coached by Brad Stevens and uh who he Ep- made uh, <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> he, he, he's coached he's coached by some dude uh-huh. who literally like in the first week of his job, the Celtics were playing like crap. He came up onto the press conf- onto the press conference and said, All of you are bums. You need to play better. I mean, was he lying? <laughs> he wasn't lying. He <laughs> said it's team week one. I'm not saying you're lying. It's just, you know, maybe you don't say that in the press conference on, your, you know, your first, like, week on the job. Maybe you uh, you keep that in the locker room. Mike Brown did that once in L.A. That got him fired after, like, five games. I just want to point that out. Yeah. That's because Mike Brown, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all I'm saying. You mean NBA Can Finals. I ask you this? Wait, time out. Playing coach. <laughs> Can I ask you this? You said Damian Lillard is going to be 35 in two years, right? There, yes. Yeah. Okay. 35 Damian Lillard, I personally would think, is still a pretty decent player. It's guys, cool, but it don't work with the band build. Why? Can I ask why? Bam is way younger. Well, how old will Bam be at that point? Like 27, Brandon? 20. 20. Oh, no. He's obviously way younger, but what? 20. You're just going to put young stars around him? You got to have some no, better I mean. It's but that's He fun. is the, the veteran, veteran talent. talent that doesn't, it, ne- it doesn't necessarily need to be only Bam. No, it's not about only Bam. We have moved on. This is we're not we're not just building to win titles now in the Bam build. We are building a dynasty. We're trying to be the you know, you're trying to get like the, what my man said. Dynastic. Light years ahead. You know? right. Okay. Listen, okay. Damian Lillard, look, I like Damian Lillard. He's a he's a he's a clutch ass player. He really is. But I just I, he doesn't do a lot for me. He doesn't. That's wild. I don't want. He Daniel doesn't Lillard. play defense. He doesn't play a lick of defense. And That's actually true. And if he's having a season like he's having this year, where he can't make a shot to save his life, then he's useless for me. It's the same reason why, as I told Robert earlier today, I'm out on Bradley Beal. Don't want him anymore. Well, I've been. I was on Bradley Beal from the jump. So I'll put that up. I'm out. Okay. All right. You want to get into the next trade? All right. What was the other trade, Brandon? Karis uh, Levert, ball stopper. We had a trade today. Karis Levert was sent to Cleveland. God bless him. From the Pacers for a first-round pick. Ruk- Ricky Rubio. Who's not going to play, so it's a yeah, cash dump. Cash dump. Um, a first-round pick. Protected. Protected. And Lottery protected and two second-round picks. Yes. One in 2022, the other in 2027. I actually think that's a pretty good deal for, uh, I thought for so Cleveland. Too. That's a great trade. Um, um, I mean, Cleveland, what, what, they're third, fourth? They're third. I they're think. third? I mean, they're third. I see them they're as, we always, together. we always, we always do this with every team in the NBA. We always go back to the Hawks when they were the first seed and they lost in the first round. That's what I see. That's the Bulls. No, 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 no. You watch your mouth. The Bulls aren't losing in the first that's not You the, watch that's your not mouth. The bill, that's not the Bulls They play either. the Nets in the first round, what are you going to say? That they've lost seven of the last I don't eight. I don't think the Nets lose to the Bulls in the first round. I don't think I'll be ruined for the Chicago Bulls. 
I'm tired of the goddamn Nets. I'm over it. The fucking they big don't even bother you. They're, nobody no, cares yeah, about them. No. Actually, that, like it's not stop I'm, them personally. It's Kyrie. I mean, I don't it's really James, need the, We Steve Nash. The whole fucking you know shebang. You know why you're no, upset? No, no, you know no, why no, you're no, upset? Because no, no, you keep no, no. watching ESPN. That's why you're upset. If you didn't watch no. ESPN, you I wouldn't care. I haven't watched ESPN in God knows how long. That's number one. I don't number two, it's the James Harden with the Sixers type of shit. It's the KD. That's not the shot. Uh, All right, go ahead, sir. I'm it's, so sorry, It's sir. KD. Seems like he's the only one that buys into the fucking Nets as a whole. Kyrie. He's a part-timer. Part-timer. Kyrie's Steve, the reason why it's all falling apart. On I'm top of that, that, I'm with you. I don't know the if you said it. But he brought it together. No, on top of that, I put this shit together. I don't know I don't know if you said it before. or if you. I, I feel like you've said it. Steve Nash ain't coaching shit. Of course not. He ain't coaching. Everyone knows that. He ain't coaching coaching a goddamn thing. Okay? I'm over the Nets. I'm over it. All right? This is where James Harden... Hold on, hold on, Colin. Just give me four seconds. This is where James Harden was supposed to go to get his ring to bump Allen Iverson, who we had this discussion before. He ain't bumping shit. He ain't bumping shit. James Harden is always going to be maybe the fourth best shooting guard of all time. If he keeps having this fucking strain tightness that you just told me today, I'm out on the fucking nets. I'm over it. I don't care if they're 30 millimeters away from beating the Bucks. Guess what? The Bucks whooped our goddamn ass and they won a championship. All right? I'm over on the nets. I it's over. They, they, that they, whole they, fucking big three fucking out the window. I, I just want to say, though, um, as much as you said he didn't bump him, you're right. He didn't bump him because, in my opinion, he already surpassed him. So I'm just going to leave it at that. I don't We're smoking crack today. We're smoking crack today. We're smoking crack today. That's fucking wild. Just one season. Just motherfucking one season. And y'all niggas gonna sit up here and tell me you got me cursing out. I'm not doing this. stat stuff, but I don't know if I can go that far. Um, I mean. If we're talking about who's more iconic, it's no doubt Alan It's Iverson. more iconic. I'll oh, give you that. We're talking we about the, what yeah. we doing on the court. Oh I'm going with James God. Harden. We are Colin, not doing Colin, who you today. got? All right, at Colin. You'll You're be the, the tiebreaker. Tie I mean, I, I think the Bulls would beat the Nets. We're being honest. <laughs> no, 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 we're AI. Okay, so as we all agree here. I, I know we're not being disrespectful right now. To who? To Allen Iverson. Oh, you. come on, man. This, hey, 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 this, ain't, this ain't, this is not NBA Street, okay? This is real life, okay? And yeah, in real you life. You gotta be on the guess court. Guess what? Guess what? In real life, Allen Iverson went to a finals with the team on his back. When James Harden had the team on his back, what'd he do? Blow a 3-1 lead twice. That's Doc Rivers' I, fault. I, I agree with everything. We ain't doing this shit today. We ain't doing but this he, shit today. Allen Iverson walked into L.A. to the mean? fucking Staples Center, not the FTX arena hey, or whatever the fuck it's called. He walked right into the fucking Staples Center, beat Kobe and Shaq game one. James Harden hasn't even fucking touched a fucking NBA Finals court. And he did. He did. He did. They got smoked. And it, come on, well, it wasn't uh, James Harden. Uh, and it was the same it's result. Same result. It wasn't well, James Harden. It wasn't James Harden. They won the Thanks first game. Thanks for showing game. up. They it was not James Harden's team, and we all know that. It should have been. Yeah, somebody somebody else said I got traded out of the three, but we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Jesus What do you mean Christ. it should have been his team? Didn't they put James Harden on Dwayne Wade, and that's the reason why we won the no, series? No, they put James Harden on LeBron. That's why we won the series. That's why we won the series. That was a bad hit. 
to anybody. Even though James Harden, no. This guy better than the post. Maybe, maybe Scott Brooks knew something we didn't know at the time. I'm oh, when, back in January when he was playing? Look, man, I can't do nothing about Urie. Look, look, ever since I saw him party with a little baby, it's been downhill since then. So oh, that little 50 uh, And then on top of that, it's not even that. It's not even that, Robert, right? You give him Chris Paul. Nothing. They no, 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 no. They Shut almost up. won the game. It's not his fault Chris Paul tore, uh, hurt his hamstring. Yeah. They yeah. Got, that's not on him. Not on him. Yeah. You give him Chris Paul. That's not on him. Nothing. That's not you on give him. him. You give him someone he wanted, Russell Westbrook. That's not on him. Nothing. He didn't tell him to trade Capella. You give him himself. Nothing. You give him KD. Nothing. You give I him Kyrie. Hey, him it's up. not hey, his fault. Hey, nothing. Hey. You give him Steve Nash. We're mad nothing. At the wrong person. Thank Lord you. Have mercy. It is Kyrie's fault. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm putting oh, him I'm on not the mad list. At he was already. He remember back in Boston. I was already telling you that he might be on the fran- all-time franchise killing. Um, yes. uh, you're calling him a franchise killer. Starting point guard. No, you're absolutely right. No, clearly you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. He's number one. Numero uno. It starts with him. Enough. Look. I, you know, you know, I was not on here for this, but I mean, it's getting hard to defend him now. It's getting rough. This is like the third stop. It's every not t- great. Yeah, every time he does his little hostile takeover, the it's franchise gets run into the ground. I don't know what we're doing here. I mean, it's so bad that supposedly the Nets like have no plans of offering him a contract. They're just gonna let him walk. Yeah. I'm they could trade him then if they're just gonna let him walk. I look. He he's not up next year. Like he he's he, he's on under on the books for next year. It's just he's ele- he's eligible for two extension. years away. Yeah. He's eligible for an extension. The you know this this uh, this vaccine stuff he's doing. They're like, nah, we're good. We're all we're right. Not okay. Gonna offer okay. Right. Okay. Right. All right. That's fine. Um, two say, reasons and two reasons only is why James Harden wants to leave. It's because Kyrie is fucking barely playing any damn games, and apparently we're on the block. Is the strip clubs in New York are pretty bad. <laughs> so I heard that too. Better than the ones in Philly. Wait, how you it heard goes, that in Oregon? It goes all the way to the other coast. <laughs> He's got sauces. No, because that was the because the Trailblazers wanted, or there were fans that wanted him to come up to Portland, and I mean, they started throwing out the stats for uh, strip clubs per capita near the Rose Center or the Moda Center where the arena is. So that was the uh, that was the pitch, and then yeah. obviously, Hold uh, on. I didn't. Send yeah, y'all got, y'all got good strip clubs in, in Portland. In he didn't say they were good. Hey, He's just hey, saying the number of brother. Them. I'm just throwing the stats out there. He's I, getting I, married I, in September. I cannot comment on the quality. <laughs> I cannot hey. comment if it's a James Harden destination. Oh, I'm just throwing out the numbers. You ain't you ain't always been you know tied up. I know I know you had a single time up there. Come on now, you gonna say break like We I haven't, and I just have the numbers. Colin, I'm your lawyer. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. I just, I just think it's crazy that uh, AI had Carmelo and didn't do anything either, though. That is kind of crazy. Mm, mm, and he had mm. prime Carmelo prime. in his prime. Mm. Prime. Yeah, That's prime Melo. It wasn't Chauncey Billups yeah, coming up the bench. What are you talking about? The second he left, he went to the conference finals with, with Chauncey Billups. Come on now. Okay, I, th- I think they traded for they traded for like prime. But okay, I, 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 I low key agree no, with no, you. No, 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 no. I'm prime. sorry. What that, do you think? What prime you thought was Melo's prime? I thought Nick's, Nick's prime. Oh hell no! Back when he didn't, he played no defense. Come on, we can't be counting. He barely played defense in Denver. What are you talking? He is way better defender than He was than a much better you defender. You statistics. He was, he was yeah. a young defender, which made it, gave the illusion of being a good defender. He was not No, 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 no. Defender. You're trying to convince him with Jason Tatum. Stop. That's two different things. No, no, no. No. He Don't actually played defense. He played defense in Denver, and then they traded for, like, the almost corpse of Chauncey Billups for Al- and got Iverson out the paint, and, and they went to the conference finals. 
I'm I'm just saying. Thank you. All right. Agree to James disagree. Harden's still By the way, if we're talking about James four. Harden destinations based on strip clubs, yeah. I hear Utah is great. Salt Lake City. Really? Yeah. Really? Mm. Why? How about that? <laughs> I've never been to Salt Lake City. I'm just telling you, like I, I've heard from. Mo- How about Alaska? Glenn Race had a good time up there. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> you gotta find some way to keep warm, right? <laughs> or like with you. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's move it on. Coach Spo is coaching the All Star Game. Thank God. Shout out to him. This man needs to win Coach of the Year this year. And if he I know, I know. But if he doesn't, I'm going to be very upset. Since this is a Homer podcast, we also have a fellow Heat fan on the pod. It just came out on the NBA Central tweet. Um, I don't know if you sent it. Um, Rui Hachimura. I don't know how to say his last Rui name. Rui Hachimura. I can pronounce that one. P.J. Washington. I don't want him. And Nicholas Batum are, don't all, want him. are all rumored to be in the heat talks. That is not from NBA Central, by the way. Oh, who is it? That is, that is via Greg Sylvander of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Oh, there you go. Okay. Um, Colin, if you want to go first, uh, any of those guys interest you at all? No. Like, what has Nicholas Batum done, like, in the last three years? Well, we're watching him right now. He just got a rebound. He just got a rebound. It was unfair. All right. Well, damn. I guess I want him. Uh, <laughs> he had, nah, he had like those. 32 the other night. Then he got COVID the next day and, you know, was out like two weeks. But, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want any of them. I want Dame. That's all I want. Damn. He's all in on Dame. All right. Wow. I, I, don't, I don't think Kyle Lowry is going to help us out in the playoff run. That, that's just my Are you crazy? Thing. Are you crazy? Huh? Kyle Lowry? Yeah, I don't think he's going to help us out at all in the playoffs. Mr. Huh? Raptor? Oh, come on, man. Oh, my God. What, oh, what did he do? He what did he ever do in the playoffs? He won a championship. Are you, what are you, did he, he my, win it he or did my own team? Did he win it or Kawhi win it? That was his it, question. Did Kawhi win. Watch your mouth. I don't even care about that. Did you? First of all, the, the, did you the, he's, three, he's three fucking clanks away from not winning a championship. It, it was a trial. Correct. He didn't even count it anyway. But that's another story. Okay. Did did you did none of you like watch like any of the bubble playoffs? Like he low key would have won the series if my guy Brandon. Pascal you just said it. Bubble playoffs, full crowd. Get my man in there. I won't, clank. I won't have you. I I won't have you disparage the bubble. Right? You're not gonna disparage the bubble as a Heat fan. You know what? We might to have we might need to have a conference about your heat status if you're going to be disparaging. Are we questioning it like we question Steve? No, there's no shot. There's no shot. I, look, He's a legitimate Heat fan. He, look, I'm not, he I'm had not Steve telling, has more Sixer jerseys than Heat jerseys. This one his whole closet Steve, has look, Sixer jerseys. Holy shit! <laughs> John laugh. Collins had 22 and 18. My God, Rosen dropped 45. I saw that stat. Yeah, like, oh, can we keep it on the same thing? When yeah. I see something <laughs> that's that's outstanding, I would like to recognize it. People get on John Collins. He did a good job. Let's give him a gold star, please. Okay. That's all. I just gave him a gold star. That's it. Continue. I appreciate that. And then Khalil had one for Demar. Give Give Demar a gold star, please. Oh Jesus. Okay. <laughs> all right. Go ahead. Let's get somewhere here. All right, Clay. Go Go ahead. We handed out the stars. Go ahead. Do what you want. To do. Oh no, I was just saying I like the team as is. I'm just waiting for. Um, I'm just waiting for. Uh, Victor Oladipo to come back. That's what my biggest gripe, uh, my biggest thing is this oh, season. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, and on top of that, you and me on the same boat. If this man don't come back, this man's brother oh. right here, 
make a trade Martin for I him. was just hey, talking to no, Brandon hey, about that. I'm tired of the whiplash that took you out for an entire season. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, exactly. Nah. Who's stopping him from playing? Was is it the team? No. Or is it him? They they are both concerned about this yeah. about this situation here. It's a real injury. It is a real injury. Real injury, my ass. And you ever got hit in the elbowed in the back by three hundred pounds? Come on. Now. Yeah. All right. Listen now, Clayton. Brandon. The Miami Heat need to make one move. Okay. There's one move out there for them if there is a move. Okay. And I'm not counting dumping KZ. They need to do that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's fine. Kalu's gonna be very happy with Casey's off the team. I'm doing fucking jumping jacks when they get him off the team. Are we, are we gonna do emergency podcast? We might. We might. <laughs> oh come on, it's not that you act like it's like he was like more Harkless bad. He gives come me on, nothing. No. He he me. We ain't talking about more Harkless on this podcast anymore. He is who who shall not, shall not be named. All right, he is Voldemort. All right, <laughs> that's it. No more more Harkless on this chat. <laughs> All right, there's one move. There's one move out there. I, it's I. I don't think it would happen because it doesn't make sense for the other team to do it, but I've heard rumors that he might be available. The Heat need to package Markeith Morris. Absolutely. I don't K- even know. I don't. Whoever you just say next, I'm going to agree 100%. Casey Akpala. Mm-hmm. And maybe like a, a second-round pick. I don't know what they have to go get Dorian Finney-Smith from the Mavericks. That's an interesting trade. He won't. I don't think he'll be able to fit up. I don't think they'll be able to because if the Mavericks do decide to trade Dorian Finney-Smith, they could probably get like two first-round picks for him, low-key. Who knows? Robert Covington went for a 2025 second-round pick. So what do I know? <laughs> All right, uh, we're an hour 27 in. Uh, the NBA trade deadline is this Thursday, right? Yes, it's this Thursday. Okay, and you're gonna. You guys are probably gonna have an emergency pod the following Friday. We, nah, we no. might do. We might do one on Wednesday. We might do one as. Uh, as the deadline approaches, well, to see if there's any moves between. Are you going to save content for us on Sunday? We'll see. Yeah, we're not recording Sunday. Tuesday? <laughs> it's a week from then, bro. What is there to save? Like, <laughs> All right, let yeah, me get man. this. Let me let me ask this question. Colin, you first. Does James Harden get traded bef- uh, at the trade deadline? Uh, I'm going to say no. No? Okay. Robert? Yes. Does he go to the Sixers? Yes. Kalu? I agree. The exact same thing. What he said? Yes. Brandon? No, he doesn't get traded. I wanted to talk about your bonus pod, by the way. I agree with you that it would be the better trade to get Tyrese Maxey. But if the Sixers want to pull this off and not, like, lose everything, they need to somehow, some way, keep Tyrese Maxey. The Sixers absolutely need like, to that's, that's that's the I think that's the X factor of this entire trade is that is Tyrese Maxey, if he's going or leaving, if he leaves, whatever, the Nets win the trade. If not, the Sixers win the trade. Yeah. I just wanted to it, it keep that in mind. I personally think that James Harden will not be traded before the trade deadline. And I also th- kind of agree with Brandon that I don't think this trade deadline is going to be the greatest of trade deadlines. I, I actually, I, will, I did want to sound that the, the latest rumor is that the Wizards mm-hmm. are, have made an offer to uh, Indiana for Demonis Sabonis. They are mm. just waiting Ooh. to hear back. They're going to trade Kuz? 
I hope so. He needs to get the fuck well, out of Washington. He needs yo, to yo, you want him out the league? Come on, man. Low key, I'm I'm tired of Kuz. You just play, but you you're friends with his brother. Like not anymore. No. Oh, that's why. They had a falling out. Not even that, bro. I played with him like one time, bro. Hey, yo, that's the falling out. Pause, 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 pause. Uh, fuck, you just lo- made me lose my train of thought. Goddamn, 47. Well, I got a train of thought for you. Marcus Morris out here putting in buckets. Oh, looking, looking good. We don't need, hey, look, we don't need to make a trade. I don't think the Clippers not going to be in the playoffs. Out, you know? Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Magic. <laughs> I remember what you were going to say. Bonus pod content. John Wall, he ain't fucking it. He's washed. His career done. What? His career is over. He's washed. That far. He's done. Get out of here. That's when, it. Uh, he looked good when, when he came they, back. Like a week ago, they had that like little mild report about um, the Heat being interested. I was like, why would they do that? John Wall, you know, it's over. I, think he get, well, I don't think I, he gets traded now, but I, th- I, could, he'll, I think he'll contribute somewhere. He's not completely washed. His career is over. He, he looked good when he was playing with the Rockets last year. He didn't look bad. Yeah, I said what I said, and I'll keep it moving. All right, Nene Leaks, go ahead. Hey, he's 38% on catch and shoot threes. That's not bad. That's pretty good. He looked great next to Kawhi and Paul George. All right, bro. Are we done here? Oh, by the way, I low-key remembered what I wanted to say. No shot you're playing that song. Of course I am. Oh, God. Is this or something else? But, you know, I think this song's long anyway. Paul, it's... Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you said song. It's not like you said that. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Gotta be careful I, I with y'all. I you remember what I wanted to say way back in the beginning. Hmm. You want to say it for your, your final thoughts? No. They don't deserve it. Huh. I, I just wanted to mention that somehow Missouri finished with the number 10 recruiting class in the country. Congratulations Vander- to them. Vanderbilt beat Florida. They did. <laughs> <laughs> Every team in the uh, SEC beat oh, Florida. Oh, yes. That's fantastic. Um, okay. Are you ready? We're going with final thoughts. Khalil, final thoughts, bro. Um, Knicks, suck it. Um, don't you ever compare Julius Randle to Chris Bosh ever again in your fucking life. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, oh, my God. Zion. Is Zion going to get moved or we're just going to let that rock to the end of the season? I didn't even think about that. Zion for Ben Simmons. Stop. <laughs> yeah, that's no not happening. Way. Ain't no fucking shot. Your problem for mine? <laughs> no way. Um, What else do I got? Go Ice Cats, of course. Go Heat. Um, welcome McDaniels. Let's get it popping. Let's get it popping. McLovin. I'm not calling him McLovin. So. <laughs> I might call him Logic from time to time. Just <laughs> Vernon. Um, oh no, you yeah. still got more. Oh, calling the Heat bubble frauds when the Lakers are doing what they're doing right now. Oof. Ah, huh. couldn't, couldn't be you. Could yeah. not be That's me. All, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. Uh. Um. Wait, I didn't call them bubble frogs. No, 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 he didn't we say. Oh, okay, I heard I'm the bubble. Saying, I thought uh, I was taking a shot. No, 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 after, he didn't say calling. He said after, actually calling the Heat bubble frogs. Calling. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After, yeah. after yeah. last season when we uh, lost to the Bucks in our first round, that was the the talk of the town. Is the Heat oh bubble frog? Uh, they don't deserve it. They're not that good. I hate that. Yeah, but then we're sitting up here watching the Lakers do what they do. Like the Clippers don't even have their two best players, and they're still a better team than the Lakers right now. Like what the hell are we doing here? The Lakers. Yes. Yeah, Lakers, by the yeah. way. Lakers, Marcus by the way. Uh, a couple days ago. Number nine in the West. Playing team again. Oof. Yeah. Oof. It's rough. Brandon, final thoughts? Um, I would like to take this time to uh, say shame on you, ESPN, that I have to wake up every day and turn on first take and hear you talk about the Nets, who are on an eight game losing streak, and the previously mentioned Lakers, who can't win two games in a row so 
shame on you for that. Um, I'm pretty excited about Miami, the Hurricanes, but I will save my thoughts until Mario is finished hiring his staff because um, there are whispers of some big-time hires away from big-time programs. So we'll see. All right. Well, it, when you listen to this, it'll be Monday, February 7th. Yes, sir. Georgia Bulldogs are still your national champions. So I just want to let that be known. Okay. And on top of that, former Georgia Bulldog himself, when I come back on this podcast, he's going to have a Super Bowl ring. Ah, that's my final thought. Colin, final thoughts. You're going to make me root for the Bengals, bro. Colin, final thoughts before we throw it off to Robert. Your final thoughts, uh, John Wall over Kyle Lowry. Um, Mario, very Oh, I, I just flipped that at the end. That's my fault. Uh, yeah. But I would do that in two seconds. Um, very excited for Mario and the Hurricanes. I've This signing day was big for them. I think he needs to pull an Ed Ogeron, just be a game manager. Don't game plan with the team. Let Josh Gaddis do his thing. Don't touch it. Let Tyler Van Dyke cook because we want to see Miami run the ball 60 times to see that it'll win. Florida Panthers, Stanley Cup champions. We heard it here first. And also very excited for Matt Stafford to choke like he always does. <laughs> oh, one more final thought for me. I don't know why the white man got to say it, but happy Black History Month, because everybody out there. He stole my line. Oh, yeah. my Once what again, the white man stealing the black man's thunder. <laughs> Look at that. That's why Unbelievable. Uh, I want to also say this real quick. Uh, By the way, what are you doing for Black History Month? And, but he just interrupted to say that, too. For real. I did. Talking yeah, so what are you doing for turn. Black History Month? What what Haitian church are you donating to this year? <laughs> Silence speaks volumes. Uh, but also on top of that. We're Wait, were you have, talking to me? No, no, no. To me, to me, Colin, oh. to me. Uh, oh, okay. But we're also going to have, whenever the Panther season ends... Hopefully it'll be before, uh, after the entire season, but unless you want to come back on again, Colin, we're gonna have Colin back on again after the Panther season is over. Talk about that. You mean after the hockey season is over? There you go. That's what, that's, that's what that's what I said. Yeah, because we're gonna win that. That's what I said. I might so. need to make a trip down if they're in the playoffs. We all need to go. We've been so, no, we've been hey. trying to talk about legitimately trying to go to a game. We just haven't pulled we the trigger yet. The, the CEO over there hasn't made his uh made. Yeah, his can movie. we expense some? To the game, I'm down. I'm, I'm game. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So Colin will be back on the pod relatively soon. Robert, <laughs> you're fine. I forgot to mention one more thing. Oh, oh, Khalil, bye. Shout out to the Washington Commies. How about that? Oh, oh man, talk yeah. about that. Didn't even get there. Wow. <laughs> you might as well just call them the Washington Ben Roethlisberger's. You know. Hey, 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 hey. hey. communists heard it here first. Oh, <laughs> That's, uh, that, that's not what he was going for. Um, re- remember, remember, uh, way, way, way back, um, Ben Roethlisberger had an issue with a uh, a bathroom in a bar. Who could get? Yeah. No, that, no, he knew that. Okay. No, 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 he knew that. Okay. Robert, go ahead, bro. I just want to say, um, since you stole my thunder, I'll, I'm I'll take it back. I'm so sorry. For Happy that. Black Futures Month, because you know we are the future. Thank you very much. <laughs> and also, um, this is not really sports related, but I'm gonna use this um, anthology that I saw um, to. No, that's not the word I want to use. Whatever. Look, 
Y'all gotta leave Roddy Rich alone, okay? He had uh, one mid album uh, and Michael now you Michael Carter Williams? No, they called him Tyreek Evans, which is looking a better <laughs> reference. And that's oh, messed no. up. That's messed up, okay? Leave Roddy Rich alone. Y'all made that man deactivate his Twitter. He don't even want to feed the streets anymore. Some of us out yeah, here. Yeah, nigga, we starving. <laughs> that's the fucking problem. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. I also have one more final thought. What? Colin, I'm uh, really What are you going to steal from us now? <laughs> All right, fucking relax. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, you're not here on the pod. Halfway through on the pod, Robert went to his room, brought out a bat with barbed wire on it, don't know fucking why. Like did, fucking Foley or did something. Did you see this? Did he, halfway through, he just brought yeah, it out. Yeah. No, it, nothing. Robert, why the fuck do you have this bat? I, I forgot to bring out the bat. I was going to bring it out earlier, but I forgot to bring it out. And then also, this is I, I had this bat during my Bobby era. So. But why do you have it? Why are you that promoting it on the pod? why you have it. Why do you have it on the pod? I mean, it's a sports pod? podcast and it's a bat. That don't count. Yeah, but it's I think it's it's got to be like a, a nod to baseball is currently barbed wired out and oh, I like that I like wow. that that gets a that yeah. gets a star like we didn't cover weird. baseball so Robert's just like you know what here's our baseball talk it's on this fucking bat <laughs> I like that Colin I appreciate you you have been a great guest all right um yeah thank you guys for having me again no problem. All right, so this has been the latest and greatest episode from the Chive Talk Podcast. We will see y'all later in the week. We are out. This has been another five-star production. Yeah.